welcome to the uh, NFL Fantasy Edition of the Sunny NG Podcast. Uh, what do you want to start off with, injuries or start? Yeah, let's just, I think we could do that after and just start with the big news of what the hell is happening with fantasy. Like, what's the biggest implications, injuries? I would say the biggest implication in order would be uh, James Conner and Kyler Murray returning. Yeah. Not only, like, Curry, uh, Curry. Uh, Kyler Murray, when he's together, when he's actually 100% healthy, yep. he is capable of being, just because of his running that you can do, he's capable of being like a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Yeah. And he's shown it in the yep. past because he gets so many, Connors did pretty well up until the point where he got his right? Yeah. But that's some issue that Connors had. He's always had injuries. Yeah, they, you know, it's now Curry bag, right? And you've got him. Like, this will help both guys now. I think they're going to run the ball. Oh, they're going to have the one. I think you, because I don't think they're looking at playoffs anymore. They're out of that picture. But they, I think they're going to look at trying to fuck over other team chances at least. I think Murray might be playing for his Yeah, so I think a lot of guys are going to be paying, playing for at least a job. And the team's going to play to like, you know, be like, hey, guess what? If we're not making the playoughs, let's make it tough as fuck on all our opponents right now. And then it's kind of in between that and also being one and eight pick all the picks part of it too you know getting a high draft pick but still wanting to fight murray you're right like i think he's gonna fight harder for uh more of a job well of where like are you gonna be here or are you gonna be getting a job somewhere else right like the funny thing for him is it could be a full circle moment because Ted. they i remember when the cardinals drafted joshua was in the 10th they did so bad they got the first pick overall became murray yeah and then all these years later <laughs> murray is now playing to avoid his team being getting the number one pick, and most likely, even if they get the he's the only guy that could fuck it up. <laughs> he could, but I'm, but even their schedule isn't like it's not going to be super easy either. The mm. remainder of the way, right? They have no. some really tough games coming up, man. They're just alone. Their own division is going to be fucking hardened up for them. They're going to yep. have to play Rams, 49ers, and fucking uh, Seahawks. Rams are such a wild card because they're always a wild wait, card. You don't know which quarterback yeah. they're going to have, and if they have Stafford, they're obviously a yep. much much better team. Yeah. They're a wild card. And then 49ers and Seahawks are usually against uh, these guys. At least they beat uh, Arizona. And it's just like whoever their other matchups are. Yeah, here's the matchups remaining of the season. Starting this week. They play Falcons at home. Then they go to, they play the Texans on the road. Then they play Rams at home. Steelers on the road. 49ers at home. At the Bears. At the Eagles. And then they play the final game again at home against the Seahawks. And man, the Eagles. They play Eagles, 49ers. They still have the Seahawks. They've got the Texans in there. Who knows what version of the Rams you're going to get. Steelers are going to be fighting them to the end of the game. If not, Bear, obviously the 49ers. Bears have been playing better, but they're still the Bears yep. at the end of the day. Eagles are going to be the Eagles. And then Seahawks is a question mark because if Seahawks are wrapped up a playoff spot by that point, yeah. they, they may not have anything to play for. Especially right? last so. game and even that Eagles game. If they like put together a bunch of wins now, that game might not even matter. It'll be the second to last second game. Last season, game. So that might be the game where they just start resting. Or, or that game is the one that they need the, to the rest. And yeah. the next week, the yeah. resting some players. True. Right? But true. I mean, even with Murray, I wouldn't... I mean, the only game I could see them being favorites is the Bears. Yeah. And the Rams game, depending on who... Or they had the other things, too. What was the one after Atlanta? They play Texans. Yeah, which... But Texans are good this year, right? Yeah, that's true. And even Atlanta's got a better record than so far, but their defense... Like, the thing with the Cardinals is their defense hasn't been that great either, right? So, and now you've got these guys back, so... I mean, they're they're 28 in the league in points against. 
And they're 28th in the league in points four. So that's not a good statistic so far. Hopefully Murray can help the offense. I don't know about the defense. True. Um, so Kyler Murray, James Conner, right? If you got those guys. Yep. Um, we also have, well, let's talk about the guy who's probably actually going to play is uh, Montgomery. Yep. For the Lions. So for all those Jamar Gibbs on fantasy owners right there. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be more than a grain of salt, this one, just because this guy was their lead back, did most of the workhorse shit that they needed. Gibbs kind of started off real slow in the beginning, and then they give him the reins uh, with the injury. So I think this could be a snap count first game coming in. I think Gibbs will still get the ball the most. Yeah. But I think, you know, people should be, anybody that has Montgomery, this would be a good time to know from this game, like, you know, we know that uh, trade deadlines are coming up for a lot of people next week, so he could be used as a really good trade bait. Mm-hmm. That if you need a player, like you're looking for the opposite of a running back, you can use this on somebody that is needing a, a running back because this will be a really juicy uh, pickup for somebody else too. And and Lions love to run. They the love ball. it. They love it. Try, and especially once you get into these um, like November, December games, yeah. I I'm not quite sure on how many games they're going to be playing outdoors because I know they personally play a lot of games. Um, obviously, at Ford Field, that's kind of nice for them to be able to have all those games. I mean, this week they're on the road, but they're playing L.A., yeah. another Dome team. Dome, and I think even the Saints. The they game. play the Saints game, so they play, so they play the Chargers in L.A. Dome. Or Dome. Yeah. They play the Bears and the Packers at home. So that's two more really? games gone right yeah. there. They play the Saints in the Dome. Yeah. Then they play the Bears on the road in Chicago, which, but then again, you're also playing the Bears. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was right? like, yeah. You've got the Broncos at home, and then you play two road games at Minnesota and Dome, at Cowboys, Dome. <laughs> then you come back and you play at Vikings and on Dome again. So their only game outdoors remainder of the year is uh, the Bears. And it's also, which means that's probably a game where they're going to try to run it more. And I think that's big for Goff, too. He's such a fucking good... Yeah. And he's a whole... Indoor king, in- man. Indoor king, and he loves <laughs> playing at home more than anything yeah. else. 100%. He's an indoor fucking king, man. He's one of those, like, Kirk Cousins that, like, when there are no weather issues, they're throwing for, like, 300-plus yards, probably three touchdowns and a pick. <laughs> I mean, if, if they love it. a playoff game, uh, we'll see no, if it's yeah. worth it, right? So... And then finally, JJ is finally activated, so yeah. he's expected. Oh, that's a big one. In the next three weeks, they're thinking. I've seen people like, honestly, in fantasy, like starting to like put him up for like offers, man. Like trying to get like a bunch of other positions filled out because they've kind of seen. Because some people have seen him out of their uh, lineups, and they saw the people that filled the holes at the receiver point. Okay, well, what can I maybe give off from him? And say if I only am going to get 20, 30 points out of him, what are two, three guys that I can get from somebody for one? And they're trying to plug in all these extra spots. So I've seen some crazy, like, trade offers going around and sit on JJ right now, which is still dangerous. Oh, I love the guy. Like, But the, the thing is, like, guys, the guys who can make that trade are guys who are actually in a conference. Yeah. By the way, you're like, you know what? I can, I can take a rest and give up this receiver and this running back because I have depth. To be able to be able to get James, but the thing with Jake, he ran off the back for another three weeks, and then Josh Dobbs is not for cousin. Yeah. So, so I think he, like, what can he even get you at that point? But the thing is, the upside is you had Justin Jefferson on your team, right? So if you're gonna take a shot on some player, that's probably the kind of guy you want to take your shot on. Yeah, I think the smartest kind of trade would be if you're a person that you're right, like you're in the hunt for a good playoff spot. 
and you're battling out, trade with the guy that's not in a good spot. Trade with the guy that if it, Justin Jefferson goes to him, that's where he's going to stay. Because you don't want to give it to somebody else that's obviously fighting for one of those top spots because that could bite you in the ass uh, come around playoffs. So trade to somebody that, you know, one of your lower-ranking guys in your league and try to get some players out of that, uh, whatever you can, because we got up till week 14 till playoffs. So it's like he might not even be there until, like, week, like, 13 to 14, realistically. Right. So, I mean, but... Dude, this is a time where one move can have a cascading effect on the lender of I mean, I'm trying to make some names lose myself as well. I need to upgrade a couple of clients, but, you know, I mean, if I have to overpay for Claire, I mean, at this point, I might do that just because, like, you have to make sure your roster at this point is in week 10. Your roster, for the most part, is is what it is kind of situation, yeah. right? Yeah. You can make some tweaks. You can maybe pick up some guys who... If the running back goes down, he automatically becomes running. Yeah. Those are the guys you want on your roster. Like a guy who's going to be a third receiver, a fourth receiver. You can find those guys and play them for a week at this point because you know which teams have good receiver, which have good defenses, which don't have good defenses. But you need to be able to you need to be able to find those top guys that'll be able to anchor you every yeah. single week. So I mean, I'm looking forward to it. This is kind of like that time where you can make a move, make a difference in your team, and make the playoffs. Yeah. So. Are you gonna need some good players to start? Yeah, I think that's just literally going right into our next uh, section of like guys that are must start, guys that this upcoming week that you want to get started, and they're guys that might even now become long term starters. I got two guys on this list. I could have I could have had Stroud, but I ended up dropping him like yeah. weeks ago. I had a bad game, and I was like, okay. And then he t- the next game he draw like. Golly, yeah, and it's dropped around the same time. We both had Stroud at the same like, time too. As you were just idiots, yeah, idiots. But, but that no, court, that starts off the quarterback. Way, but I mean, it was it was, but at least my starting quarterback's fine. Yeah, so it was just more uh, adepty. But yeah, I'm Prescott. He's starting to play better, right? Uh, Stroud, and then you know the aforementioned uh, Jared Goff again playing LA and a lot of dome games. I think that's why he got up to the start on the list on here is that there, he's getting a bunch of dome games, so you have a lot of chance of this guy going 300 plus yards throwing a couple tds in there montgomery is back i think that's going to really help their offense well the, well that's the running yeah. backs right one of the three we had here we also had i have rashad white really good you've got montgomery and then uh, javante williams man he's been playing well better and better the last few weeks they're playing a the, not so good defense right now yeah. in buffalo and if you're uh sean payton you love you don't know, like to run the ball you'd probably love it if you didn't have to put the ball in yes he's had as much even though Wilson hasn't really been the issue, I would He's say, in this year. Like, they've had a lot of issues. I think that offensive line's still a work in progress right now. I mean, you're not getting the Seahawks Wilson anymore, so that, that ship has yeah. sailed. But he was definitely better than whatever Wilson showed up last year. And then, you know, receivers here. Yeah, Boyd. We're talking, you know, great option if you were to pick up of the week. Yeah. Thing. Tyler Lockett. He's only had like eight targets last yeah. week. He got, he he's, uh, got a injury. We got JSN showed up on the report. So, Mama, Mama. He's good to go. But, like, I think this is a game where I think Lockett can probably stand out. Metcalf, and I think Metcalf. 100%. I'm hoping he does. The defense that I, I kept him, and I didn't trade him. Uh, see, I honestly, I, I never go back so to me. So, fuck that. I'll just fuck those guys, because they're going to find out this week what they fucked up on. Because I had to actually, going into, uh, we'll talk about that in the stash, uh, who our running back is going to be, out for that guy. And nobody took him, and that guy already played on Thursday and put up like 18 points in a full PPR, PPR game. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so... Void um, Lockett and then Tank Dell. 
Nico's, Nico's out. out. He, well, Noah Brown, I don't know what he's if he was a fluke yeah, last week or not. But at least we know Tank Dell's like a solid guy that catches. He's had some really big games. The other way, he's been some quiet games. And then tight end. I picked up the other guy, the number two on this list. So Kincaid, if you no one picked yeah, up last week. He was center and that. And who did it wasn't uh who was the guy before? The guy that he the guy that he because the other guy got hurt. Uh what's his name? The guy he's replacing. I forgot his name, but he's actually there. No, no, I'll see him fucked up right now. And he's fucked up for a bit. And then Taysom Hill, I'm starting Taysom Hill. He's beast right now because he's fucking throwing TD. He's catching TD. He's running in. He's like, he's that guy that you never know what you're going to get. But weekly, you're going to get like 10 plus points out of the guy. And I started last week. He's gotten like 18, 20 yeah. points last couple of weeks. And now because if you look at the Saints offense, finally starts finally start like better because they have a guy around the goal line that they can... Because remember that one game where they had, I think it was like two, three weeks ago, they gave it to uh, Kamara right off the, at the goal line. He got stuffed three times in a row. And he's more of like, and he's more of like, he's a better catch, yeah. run, catching running back. Yeah, he's a running, running back. No. Taysom Hill gives him a little bit of juice in the run game. He gives him some around the goal yeah. line that they can use as well. So I'm hoping he goes off for like a couple more teachings this week and be nice. Um, And then stash guys. Another quarterback that I dropped earlier in the season, yeah, too. We had him again the same week when he scored 10 points. <laughs> I, I've had, like, when I pick up a quarterback, he gets, like, 10 points. I drop, I like, like, drop something. Like, the next game, he went off, and I got lucky now that the guy I drafted was Prescott, and I let him go after the first week because he put up eight points against, like, Giants or something. And then now the last, like, two, three games that I've had him for, he put up, like, almost 30 points a game just under in each one. It's, uh, their offense has gone back yeah. to what was kind of working with more is that they're going more earlier in the game. Like, a three-year run does you nothing. Because wow. now you have to throw it. On first down, you don't know if they're going to throw it or run it. That's that where it's at. It's just to get even a quick throw and shorten the yardage for the next play, and then your options are open up. But as we mentioned, Sam Howell, though, one, of the stash, one of the stash guys, if you haven't picked him up, and then Deontay Foreman. Fuck yeah, this guy is like, right? this guy was on so many radars, but I've seen that, uh, like, you know, for uh, roster spots, he just wasn't, like, he was not over 50%, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a guy that you guys, you can even roster and just have on a bench. Because if you need a deep, deep, you know, like, person, like, I've seen a lot of people that have buys this week, like, they have, like, four or five guys on a buy, and you have to put somebody in, he would have been a really good spot. Yeah, second, uh, you know how they they had a lot of uh, buys that yep. one week? Uh, Bimageddon is coming again. This time it's going to be in week third. Holy shit. Bill, Bills, Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Giants, and Ravens are all in the buy. Diggs is going to be on the bench. Diggs is going to be on the bench. Do you have Foreman or no? I'll probably try to get him back. I'm going to try to get him back. So Bear and Raiders, if you've got some Raiders, some Vikings options. Um, I ain't switch. I don't have any. But yeah, Saquon. Saquon's probably your only bet. And then Raven's got a guy. This is a guy. Right? I got Andrews, so that week I'm going to be a little screwed over. Uh, I mean, but the nice, I mean, but the nice thing is I have uh, Taysom Hill, so I got him into tight ends that week. So uh, I think, yeah, they're not on a buy, right? Nope. That's me. perfect for me. Uh, so let's see. Who else do we got? Uh, anyone else? That we What's the wide receiver? We had a guy that's kind of stood out, Khalil Shakir. This guy's been a standout. But the yeah, Bills. he's been a standout for them. Last game, not a single catch for uh, Davis. Yes, it's yeah, just a lot of people I saw. And I was shocked. 18 points the yeah, game. I was fucking and shocked. Then, and then the ball did not go. And then Khalil got all the fucking catches. This guy made 
a lot of the big plays, and he'd be a good uh, just a stash guy. We're not saying that you grab this guy and he's going to be your wide receiver, even one, two, three. He's a stash guy that if you're missing a guy in your three, you're, toss him in there, see what happens. And what happens based on what uh, like you think Gabe Davis is going to get you twenty points, yeah. zero points. Just don't know which one. He's not going to get you. That one was just like that was really out of the box. I, I don't know if he did something, something or he wasn't. Yeah, so I think. Because there is a list going around the league right now, so it could be that. But no, no, no news on him either. They didn't say anything, and he has it. Yeah, Arthur's. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see like any uh, fucking injury report pop up and like nothing late. But whatever, that's what. Yeah, so grab a Khalil, even if you have a David Davis. Maybe grab Khalil, just throw him on your bench, and uh, play with those guys for a bit. All right, and then guys, finally the guys who you should have put high now. Isn't it? Bryce Young, if you've got him on your roster, uh, this is us. Uh, can we not see this? Because for some reason, people think that matchups are going to be somehow a favor. They thought, you know, him playing against Chicago Bears and their defense, and he's going to do this and that. But the guy, you have played better. That's why I was kind of shocked that people are still rostering this guy because it's just not working. Whatever their system and no. him and all the guys they have around him, it's just like it's not the t- you're not the guy to keep right now. So, guys, quit this guy yeah. and look for next year to maybe uh, hope this guy does well. Trying to think, who else? Is there anyone else that we want? On? Or QB? I couldn't think of anybody else. They've all been pretty. They're one for anything. Even in the backups. So in the backup. Even running backs, like, there's not a lot. I went with Anderson just because, like, the Rams' run game is just shit right now. Like, they are with, but they also don't have yeah. Stafford, and that makes a Stafford is there. Puka's injured. He's kind of you could yeah. tell that something's up, and then Cup he double teamed on every single play almost. So if you got Puka who's injured, you can double team Cooper Cup, and now they're kind of stuck losing a quarterback too. They don't really have so they're a whole team right now. Is I think until uh, Stafford comes back, uh, quit uh, Henderson and pick up somebody for a week maybe, and go back to Henderson if we get some updated news. Yeah, and then our final one, yeah, Curtis. I had this guy. He had a few good weeks. This guy for a bit did really well, and then six six centuries were out of the points I saw, and I was like, yo, that's you know the number of the devil. Get rid of this guy. I don't know where this is going, <laughs> but this guy on the you know somebody else's team put him in the waivers. Somebody else get him because I saw somebody actually pick him up, but they also dropped him uh, right away. Yeah. And he not now he's yeah. Angry. I don't see yeah. him playing this week either. So. And I think for NFL news right now, guys, it's week 10. Get your shit set because, you know, next week is trades. Make some fucking trades, people. Get crazy because these trades are what's going to get you through the fucking playoffs. And if you're in the toilet bowl, man, and you still want to shine, make those fucking trades because that shit matters somewhat too. (laughs) Well, the other thing with the trend, those things that I like is you want to have, if you want to have... That, those kind of you need to be in the um one of the other leagues, the one where you're keeping players, because then the, you can actually have those as uh, in those in the keeper leagues where you actually get to keep players. You can the bottom teams play for the number one draft pick for the following year. So it's not like it's like yes, you can trade guys and your team's gonna suck, but you also need enough guys. But you can even that play well version. You could just as your uh, league in the league uh, group, just be like, hey, guess what? Out of that. We'll give the winner gets uh, the thing. Yeah, and then when you're uh, starting the next years, you can actually give the first uh, draft order away. So, yeah, as long as your league is, like, okay with it. Yeah, as long as your league's okay with it, that okay, the, lo- the winner of that's going to get the first pick or whatever. 
that, hey, next year when we start it, all we're going to do in our options is the first uh, order is going to be gone to that person. And then this uh, two to whatever number it is, they're all going to be randomized. <laughs> but you give the first one. Yeah. Away. So we're thinking like right now, we're kind of thinking about what to do too. Like, what should we do with the toilet bowl right now? And we're I trying to figure out what the loser and winner out of that kind of gets. Like, because obviously you want to make the loser do something. I, you know what? Something stupid. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, but something stupid, but not like yeah. Yeah. Very, something yeah. that like right. But you. I mean, I think if you're the only way I think so, the reason it works better in the keeper league still you have to see is because you have the same players. So your team is primarily yeah. going to be the same team in the leagues where you're drafting again every year. If the guy was the worst team in the year before. He's going to have a completely different team. So now you're rewarded. Which I like, though, because the shittiest guy should now start off with a better team. But but if, but if you're having different players, though, you're not going to have the same team. The way that, but that, the only way that will do that. The, the yeah. is those are the hardest that's, things to get into. But that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying is that if you're yeah. keeping different players, like if you're next year, you're going to redraft everyone again. There's no point in having the worst team before getting the pick next year. Because you're going to have but a completely different playing. Getting the first pick matters a lot. Because you could have, grab CMC first pick and now you're set. No, no, I understand that. But if the guy, if you're if you're keeping the same teams, if you're keeping the same, like if the keeper leagues, you yeah. can keep up to a certain amount of players. If your team is going to be like, say the team finished last in the league before, you're in a keeper league, it means like over half of your team's coming back. It makes sense for that yeah. dude to get the first pick overall next year. But if you're going to redraft all the players, including that current lineup, then I don't think not the same value, value, but you could, but you could assign it instead of like getting the top pick. They're like they can't get any worse than the fifth. But that's you'd have that because you have to set who's gonna get that pick though. It won't randomly be like, hey, you know what, this guy's gonna get a top five pick. You have you to go in there and go take into the first pick that I'm gonna give it to this player and the rest is randomized. So you get to choose that. So what we're thinking is we're gonna make it whoever wins the toilet bowl thing, they are gonna get uh, the first pick. Yeah, so that's how it are. So like, you have to win the game. Yeah, you can't just have yeah. the worst yeah. record. You got to wheel to win the game. Yeah, and then now winner at least his prize is that he gets the first pick. So it's like, yeah, he might have had a shitty season and he won the toilet bowl. He, you, you know, you feel shitty winning the toilet bowl, yeah. but winning it yeah. now you got that first overall pick. So you go after a guy like a CMC, and now at least you're starting the year off with the CMC. You're kind of happy. It just makes that person a little happy that hey, I'm first. Damn. Right, but like some people don't want to be the first pick either, so it's like all these. No, I don't like being the first pick, man. I like being like kind of in the the third, yeah, fourth, the middle kind is really of range. Good. My people, people don't understand how good that middle can really be. Because you also like you also have to think about it, uh, your next second pick overall. If you pick the first one to begin with, yeah, you have a chance at CMC, but your next pick isn't coming until number twenty. Yeah. Or if you pick third, your pick is two guys in like or fourth. You're two guys in the top fifteen. Because right now in our group, I think the guys that are the top three players were after the fifth pick. So all to, all the top ours is roughly the same. There's the guy with the first pick overall is second or third in yeah. the league, and then the guy was seventh. But not, that's the thing is like, even if you're picking last in the league, depending on who you pick. If you pick the uh, the like that like the guy that's in first right now, nobody, nobody grabbed it. Nobody grabbed Tyreek until like the ninth pick. So his first two picks were Stephon Diggs and Tyreek. That's so that's same as me. I was the ninth, and then her view was tenth. So why it was Stephon Diggs was my first. Yeah, I can't remember who my second, but it's like the way I built my team is we got like so many picks right next to each other after the flip all the time. We'd almost get two players each flip. 
and then it'd be a long wait, and the two flips, long wait, early. So those two early players were like, people are waiting for their one guy that they're trying to choose, where we got our one guy now each out of the top 10 picks. But now when they flipped it, we're getting the first out of the next 10. So our two uh, top guys are almost the top 12, 12 guys, the ninth and 10th. And that's and then, and then drafting, and then he signed some guys to free agency, and who knows? Oh, like you look here, and it's like the guys at the Taysom Hill, all these other players that you end up picking up too, right? So, yep. and and that's it for this week, man. That was a lengthy, uh, lengthy combo. Yeah, we'll catch you guys for next week, uh, which should be a pretty big week uh, after this week because we'll really find out who's going to be taking over each of the divisions. So, peace, boys and girls. Till next time. Yep. And we should not together. Oh, you bad. That's